we need to either bring them into the fold or deal with them permanently. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Lost Legends of Scadrial Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your narrator, Trevor, and with me I have the rest of the well-roasted dusters. Hello, I am Lena, I play Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Ballman. I'm John, I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Gladys Logan. Okay, so when we last left off, you guys had just uh, kicked the pants off of uh, the people who tried to ambush you, and you were setting off again towards the uh, Logan Ranch, uh, just on the outskirts of the basin um, on the southern side. Um, do we want to have another uh, camping roleplay scene for you guys to um, interact some more, or do we want to skip and fast forward to the next uh, next milestone? Um, did we, uh, did we check their bodies for any indicate, uh, cause we found like a wanted poster, right? Or did someone send them? Um, I think you found the wanted poster in the town. I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly. I but, also found uh, a letter that had like a bounty on my head, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, so they were sent by the Irvanes, probably. Uh, less sent and more attracted by the offer that was made. Gotcha. Like, imagine, like, especially getting this close to the roughs, like, these are people who half consider themselves bounty hunters, half consider themselves mercenaries, um, but really it's like 80% outlaw what they actually do. Gotcha. Okay. So like us, then. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep, pretty much. A little on the nose there, wasn't it? (laughs) So, uh, what do you guys think? Do you need uh, some more time to kind of uh, talk to each other and uh, recollect about what happened? Or are you guys good to keep going to the next town? I think I'm good to keep going. I feel good. I feel good. Yeah, I'm I'm okay, I think. Bella spends the entire time preening about how badly Veretta wants her dead. Um, one question, are you sticking with the, uh, like, trousers and, like, not fancy at all outfit while you're traveling? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you guys keep traveling, uh, it's kind of a rough going from here on out. You're getting away from where there are many, uh, established roads or anything of that nature as you get more, closer and closer to the Saren Mountain Range. Um, and it's, it's once you've been traveling for just what seems like forever that you finally make it. Um, to the uh, city of New Saren. Um, And as you approach the city, you notice from a distance that um, the city seems to be built basically into the mountainside where there's this pass in between the two sides of the mountain. Um, And the city has been divided into three levels where it seems like although the lowest level isn't by any means um, poor or in disrepair or anything like that, the um the higher you go on the tiers, the more wealthy and opulent you get. And um, and one of the other notable things about the city, the closer that you get, is that there seems to be cable lines running where these gondolas are traveling between the different tiers and the different parts of the city. 
Uh, Clytus, you know that once you get it to New Saren, it's probably just another three or four days travel from there before you get to the Logan Ranch. So this has kind of been uh, repeatedly throughout your life um, one of the uh, almost home uh, symbols whenever you come back to the ranch after a long stay. It's always coming through here because it's the easiest pass through the mountains. Clytus just looks nostalgia, looks at it with nostalgia and... Gives a smile. Are, are we short on supplies or anything? We need to stop off, or um, I would say that you're probably nearing the end of your supplies, and um, it's pretty late in the day, anyways. It's getting towards uh, afternoon, evening when you finally arrive. Say, uh, Clytus, you uh, you're from around these parts. Do you know of anywhere good to stay? Um, let's see, Trevor. Do I know anywhere good to stay? Or do I have to roll on that? Uh, go ahead and give me a um. Do you want to make a, a wits roll? Yeah. I'm imagining it's been a few years since I've been through here. Uh, I got a pair of ones and a nudge. Okay, so you know of a, a couple of the more uh, high-class places on the top, just because you've had to meet uh, some members of the uh, Christophori family in those locations. And then you also know of this um, little riot bar uh, down in the first tier that's called uh, Harmony's Rapids. I think I lead everyone to Harmony's Rapids. Uh, Rapids. R-A-P-I-D-S. Oh, Rapids. I was very intrigued. I'm like, okay, there's okay. got to be something going on with this if they're called Harmony's Rapids. No, it's... You um... go in and you find fluffles. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely not what happens. Uh, this, this little, uh, riot bar has absolutely nothing to do with rapids. Uh, you, as you get into town, um, it's nestled a little bit closer towards the, uh, edge of the, um, cliff face, uh, near where one of the larger waterfalls is cascading down. And so, um, as you get closer, it actually becomes just a little bit, uh, un uncomfortable, the amount of, uh, water that's in the air from the mist coming from the waterfalls. But uh, as you get closer to the tavern, uh, right along the river, you see some whitewater rapids that um, are where the taverns or the um, riot bars name comes from. Uh, John, do you want to uh, have a chance to describe Clytus's favorite uh, bar in New Saren? Uh, I'm going to let you go for it. I have not prepared this part <laughs> <laughs> okay um so uh riot bar is um there's there's two kinds of uh kind of competing tavern uh locales in new Saren. the soothing parlors which are think of more of like a spa relaxation kind of thing for high stress uh high pay workers um you know they go in they put on the robes they relax while they're getting soothed um the riot bars are kind of the opposite of this where uh, usually there is uh, some sort of contest or sport that's going on in between, in the middle of the bar, and patrons take seats on either side to support whichever side that they want to, whether those are wrestling matches or uh, feats of strength or anything of the like. And so as you walk into this bar, uh, it's not the cleanest place in the world, but it's definitely not disgusting. Um, you know, there's some places where the paint's been rust, uh, been worn down and they haven't put a fresh coat on in, um, you know, five to 10 years and things like that, but it still is a pretty reputable place. Um, but as you step inside, 
Um, it's very crowded and very loud, and I need everybody to give me a spirit roll. There's one more thing I want to add to that. If there. Mind, I shove this in there while we're rolling. I want to say that they have netted off a part of the rapids behind the bar. Is it right on there, or is it, or is it just kind of in view of the rapids? Oh, uh, it can be right on there. So I don't know exactly what kind of contest would involve going into the rapids, but I would like that to be a thing. Like maybe people get on rafts and they try to knock each other off or something. But I I want that to be a thing. Okay. Yeah. That could definitely be a thing. <laughs> These riot bars sound hellish. I love it very much. <laughs> I, I, got I got nothing, nothing. by the way, Trevor. Uh, Finn, what did you get? I got fives. No nudges? No nudges. Okay, to a lesser degree, but you still feel it. Um, the second that you walk, walk into this bar, you notice two things. The first is very conspicuously on the door and um, right on the podium at the very front of the entrance in the foyer is a sign that in very large block letters saying, by entering this bar, you are agreeing to be uh, subject to emotional allomancy. And then the other thing that you notice is immediately you feel very energized and very excited. And you get this urge to get up and move and to cheer and to shout. And it's almost like a wall. The minute that you step foot from outside of the entrance into the bar, you start to feel this. So they've, so they've basically made the entire bar a sense of badassery. Uh, yeah, most, more, um, like, they don't want to encourage people to, to riot. So it's not like I can do anything, but it's, um, especially, like, you notice <laughs> the people who are, um, closer to the ring, where, um, we'll, we'll say that there's a ring on the inside of the bar, as well as an area to compete inside of the rapids. Uh, but as, since you, when you walk into the bar, you see like a small ring that people are forming around. And the more people get to the center of the ring, like the louder and more exuberant they get. So it's kind of like encouraging people to be rowdy in terms of uh, sport. So on that note, with a giant grin plastered on his face, Clytus immediately strips off his coat and shirt and goes to get in line for the battle rafts. And put some money on it. Okay. Um, how many resources do you want to put on it? Uh, just just one. Okay. Um, we uh, will... He's influenced by riding, too. Okay. Um, we'll get back to that in no, just a second. No, he's signing up as a contender, not just as, like, betting. But yeah. Going into the battle. Finnegan will, Finnegan will probably want in on this action, too. Uh, so let's go ahead and role play that a little bit um, as you guys are coming up towards this tavern. Um, Clytus is like explaining the situation. So uh, what kind of things do they have to do here? This looks awesome. <laughs> Friend, I can guarantee you what you're going to be interested in. And as Clytus is saying this, he's like stripping off his shirt. There's the battle rafts right down there. We just knock someone off into the drink and win some money. Oh, that sounds like a perfect job for the two of us. And and by the time Finn is finished saying that, Clytus is already on the other side of the room. <laughs> okay. How'd he get over there so fast? Uh, Bella, when you get into the uh, bar, what is what is it that you're going to be doing? Hmm. Um, I honestly, I think she's just going to chill and watch them. 
She's a she's just a little bit put off by the fact that this humidity is horrible for her hair. So <laughs> And it's not even so much that it's that humid, it's just like Yeah, like the spray from Yeah, the, the spray is rabbits. ridiculous. Yeah. Um you know, the bar itself is probably, you know, two hundred feet or so from the waterfall. So the noise itself is also deafening and competing with the people shouting in the bar. Yeah, she's just going to sit back and enjoy the chaos. Okay, uh, so uh, Finn and Clytus, as you guys walk out, um, you see the area that they've set up for uh, these battle rafts. And what it looks like is they've taken a small section of the rapids and kind of built a wall around it. And um, on the inside of that wall, which is in a circular shape, is a log that has been secured in the middle. Um, and so it fits just perfectly through the circumference of this. And then they've channeled the water through the rapids. So that way it spins this log and they can control how fast the log spins based on the amount that they open the sluice gate to the rest of the rapids. Ooh, word. Fancy. So it's less like battle rafts and more like battle log. Yeah, this was the best kind of thing I could come up with on the spot. Yeah, like American Gladiator style. Yeah, exactly. Even better. Uh, so, uh, Finn, are you gonna bet any money on yourself? Um, I've got one resource left after buying supplies last time. Uh, you can go ahead and, uh, everybody can replace one of everything if they've lost it. I'm still showing a, a negative two under spent. Is that, is that legit? Uh, I think so. Okay. Um, so Zach, you've I'll only spent one. And your spirit is okay. no longer spent. Uh, I'm also going to give you uh, 30 charges back, so you're up to 100. Okay. So actually, let's see if I got that nudge on the spirit roll. <laughs> nope. Uh, you needed two nudges anyway. <laughs> uh, so are you betting anything on yourself? Um, I'll I'll spend a resource on it. Okay. Um, we will go ahead and do Clytus first. Um, I am going to give you a... have you do a physique roll. Um... I'm not going to give you anything extra for the Coloss blood, but because of the more physical nature of being Coloss blooded, I'm also not going to give you a negative for the the action of the rotating raft. So right. we're going to make this an extended contest. Um, I'm going to go ahead and roll to see how much physique they have. Okay. So it, are we doing free-for-all, or is it like one-on-one doing? Uh, it's like one-on-one, -on -one, and we're going to make this the best two out of three. Is the per or the per first person to reach uh, three wins in an extended contest. We'll do it that way. Cool. Um, and then if you want to try and attempt anything other than like straight using your baton to knock them off or anything like that, um, each round let me know, and I can kind of adjust the difficulty and the dice accordingly. All right. I, I will say from for me, I kind of want to like store my strength to make to make it seem like I'm weaker than I actually am to be like deceptive. Okay. Um. So yeah, let's go ahead and start with Finn. Um. So what I'm going to say is that you can. Um. I'm going to let you do that to give yourself a free nudge, but it's going to cost twenty charges instead of ten to add that feature because instead of like gotcha. prolonging the amount that you're using your strength, you're looking for that one moment to do a really quick burst and get it in there. 
Gotcha. Does that sound fair? Wouldn't it charge yes. less because he's storing? Well, he's he's not able to store enough to like he's mostly storing it to make himself look weaker, not to get the charge. But then he has gotcha. to he has to time it instantaneously, and so in order to not mess that up, versus doing um you know instead of doing. 70% for a long time, he's doing 150% for a very short time. Gotcha. Um, actually, let's just go ahead and make it the 10, though, um, instead of 20. Uh, for a free nudge, okay. instead of a free... Uh... And then I'll also let you spend 10 to get rid of a one-die uh, one die penalty that would be put there for the log, just like Clytus can get for uh, being coloss-blooded. Gotcha. Um, your opponent has four dice, so let's go ahead and go, uh, first round. Um, are you just doing the ten to do the sneak thing? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And I will also say that if there's an outcome that is wildly enough different from the other person's, like you get ones or zeros and oh. they get fives, um, then the contest will be over. Same okay. as if you do it to them. Is there is this work like combat where there's defense or is it just dice against uh, dice? I mean it does in the fact that it's dice against dice, but you don't need to like save it back for anything. You just roll your gotcha. uh, straight physique. And you know what? I'm gonna give you plus one for being a dock worker. Hell yeah. Hey hey. Uh that's fives and a nudge with the <laughs> Oh they got fives, so uh very nicely done. Um, yeah, first round, they, like, come straight forward, um, this guy's significantly bigger than you, and he sees, like, how you look kind of diminutive, and he gets a big smile on his face, and, like, cracks his knuckles, and steps forward, and puts an arm on your shoulder, and starts to try and pull you off to the side, and, um, that's when you reach up, and you grab his hand, and you pour a bunch of strength into your right arm, and you just, like, pull him off, uh, and kind of stagger him a little bit. Uh, just by the surprise shock of it. Okay. Uh, next round. Do I still get the bonus for dock work? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. How about uh, how about close quarters combat? Because now he's in my reach. Um. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. He got threes and two nudges. Fives. Okay, uh, so with another set of fives, um, you're able to, um, as he staggers a little bit, you go and try and sweep his leg out from underneath him, and he goes down to one knee, and he's in a very precarious position now, so I'm going to have him lose another die. He's only got three dice now. Okay, one more. One more roll. Will that be with the uh, bonuses already, or no? Um, let's go ahead and keep you right where you were last time. Okay. Fives. <laughs> uh, and uh, quick as nothing, you just reach out and you put a hand on his head and you just shove him to the side and he falls off. And as he gets splashed into it, um, the log kind of locks in place and he goes towards the other end of the uh, enclosure where there's a set of ropes that have been set up. And uh, one of the employees helps fish him out of it. And go ahead and put yourself at negative one resource. Yeah. Uh, Bella, let's go to you for a second. Go ahead and give me a wits roll. Okay.
Um, that was nothing but two nudges. Okay. Um, so with uh, all of the noise from the crowd and the crashing of the falls, you're not able to make out any of the conversation that's around you. But you do notice that the next table over, um, the people who are talking there seem to be talking um, more like they're ignoring everything else around them, but are uh, very, very vigorously engaged in conversation with each other. Um, Clytus, uh, we will go over to you. Um, is uh, there anything I gotta, that... I gotta pull something before we, we go up on the logs. Classic Clytus, I want to be sneaking up right behind his opponent. And if he doesn't have his baton in hand, I want Clytus to basically be there to like hand it to him. Full-fledged predatory smile on his face the moment the guy turns around to look for it. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me a physique roll. Ooh, I got fours. Okay, um, he is going to suffer a uh, negative one nudge penalty on his first roll. Sweet. Success. Um, so go ahead and roll uh, straight physique. Uh, twos and a nudge. Okay, he didn't get anything. So uh, first round, he goes forward um, and he looks a little uncertain and... Basically, uh, what I imagine Clytus doing is like he he's looking very hesitant as uh, the logs let, rolling let me, underneath him. Let me let me describe Clytus. Is I'm I'm gonna have some fun with this. Sure. Don't worry, son. I I won't go too hard on you. Meanwhile, he's you know beaming evilly at the guy, and then just like goes from straight stands almost standstill to right up in the guy's face like that. And then just, you know, thumps him in the gut. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and do uh, the next roll then. <laughs> Again, twos and a nudge. Okay. He got a pair of fives. So um, oh, no. after he doubles over in pain from getting socked in the gut, um, you bring the baton up high and start to bring it down um, across his shoulder to try and knock him to the side uh, from the top. And um, he manages to see you just in time and is able to um, continue hunching forward. So he kind of goes prone for a second. And uh, like as soon as the blow passes, he pops himself back up onto his feet. Next roll. Clydes, Clydes, Clydes. Oh, only ones, but two nudges. Okay, you beat him by a nudge. So after yes. you miss that time... Um, you just kind of reverse your uh, grip on the um, wand and then bring it back and thump it into the side of his leg right where his nerve endings are, kind of locking that leg up a little bit. So he's going to take a one uh, die penalty on this next roll. Uh, he got nothing, so you just need a pair to win. I got fives and a nudge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, son, but uh, it's time for you to get a drink. And Clyde sweeps the leg with his baton. Yeah, and he goes toppling over, crashes into the water, and again, the log locks into play in place, and they uh, lower the uh, sluice gate, or raise it, whichever one makes that less. Um, I think it would be lowering it. But anyway, they uh, reduce the current and help him out of the water. And uh, Clytus, you will go to negative three resources, I think. I was at negative two, so wouldn't that be negative four? Oh, yeah, definitely. Actually, no, let's just put you to negative three because the odds would be uh, in your favor as an obvious uh, true 
obvious uh, Colossus blood. Yeah, Colossus. Yeah. Uh, Bella, give me another wits roll. Ah, yes, the thing that she is known best for her wits. I thought it was her restraint. Oh, <laughs> she can she can be good at two things. That was nothing in a nudge. <laughs> okay, yeah. So uh, once again, like you're you're starting to get a little curious about what they're um, talking about because they're so engrossed in this conversation, unlike everyone else in this bar. Um, and so you're you're starting to suspect that might be one of the reasons that they came here was because of the noise dampening effects of both the crowd and the uh, waterfalls and rapids. Um, she is thinking. Clytus and Finn, uh, now that you guys have uh, had fun with the battle rafts, what are you guys up to? So, Let's Clytus... Let's go against is... each other and give them a show! What's that? Let's go against each other and <laughs> give them a show. Oh, before you propose that, Clytus is just so enamored with his victory, he, he goes and, like, puts his arm paternally around the the guy who he just beat don't worry son you got some time to learn drinks on me for everyone and just buys drinks for the whole bar okay go ahead and take uh two resources off or what what was that finn i challenge you to uh, whatever this thing is uh, clydeth slams his hand on the table finn we're going to have the best time ever. Let's get our drinks first. <laughs> you know what? That's a solid That's a solid life choice, and I agree with it. Uh, Bella, I'm going to give you one more chance to overhear this conversation, <laughs> but I'm going to give you a uh, one difficulty modifier because you're trying to hear it as soon as Clytus just bought everyone in the bar drinks, and the crowd has gone wild. <laughs> 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 all right yeah they uh they seem to finish up their conversation and um they get up to leave and start heading for the door i follow them <laughs> that was really loud i follow them <laughs> okay are you um trying to be casual about it or are you just uh yeah, it's it's not sneaky, but it's definitely trying to like make it seem super cash. Okay. Um so go ahead and we'll we'll say that this is okay for now. Uh how far are you following them? Um that's that's a good question. It's not super close. Like she's not she's not right behind them, probably like a good couple paces away. Like are you gonna um keep following where they head to outside of the bar or are you just gonna try and get their attention as soon as they're clear? Um she might actually see if she can like weave through ahead of them so that she can just be like casually casually standing outside once they exit the the bar. Okay. Um give me a charm roll for that. Oh my god, I can't roll today. Uh, that is twos and a nudge. Uh, yeah, with twos and a nudge, you're able to um, smile and nod and work your way through this thick crowd of people. Um, and you manage to get yourself right outside of... Do you want to be outside or inside? Um, just outside, like casually leaning against the wall or something like that. Yeah, and you're you're there for just long enough um, to make yourself look completely natural. And that you've been posted up there before uh, they start walking out. And uh, give me a phys- or a week a wits roll plus one this time. Okay. 
Um, that was twos again. Okay, with twos, you absolutely are certain you hear the words uh, "Knives of the Ascendant Warrior." Hmm. I imagine that, like, as they're walking past, you've been telling me this story about the Knives of the Ascendant Warrior for years. What makes you think that you're right this time? And um, you're not able, unless you keep following them, you're not able to uh, make out what the guy says in response, in reply. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure that I want to follow them too much, but I do want to kind of keep an eye out to see where they're headed. Uh, Since this is so close towards the edge of the... uh, the cliff face and the waterfall, really the only direction that they can go is um, sort of downstream. And then um, from there is when it will kind of, uh, or, or I guess you could head along the cliff wall. So they're going to head downstream um, towards more of where the rest of the lower tier is. Hmm. 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 I'm going to wait like a, a tasteful, tasteful minute. And then I'm going to follow after them. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a physique roll. Oh, God. That was threes and a nudge. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you uh, seem perfectly casual as you're following along behind them. And um, as you try to make it a little bit closer without being obvious, um, you're still able to pick out just a couple of uh, words as they come by. Um, you One of the words you hear is grave. Um, you hear the word certain, and you also hear the word, um, power. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna see. Oh, God. I don't know anything about this city. I don't know where they're headed. Um. Do it. I'm, I'm gonna approach them. Um, I'll I'll call out to them at like a tasteful distance so it doesn't seem like I'm too far, like too close to overhear conversation. Um, so maybe I'll just like wait for a minute and then I'll like jog to catch up to them and then call out, excuse me, fellas. Oh, yes. Hello. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm new to town and I'm looking for a place to stay the night. Uh, I don't know if you're locals, but... Do you know of any place to 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 rest in inn or something like that? Uh, he uh, the guy on the left who um kind of wearing uh it's not a duster but it's more of a rough looking style jacket uh, a little heavier to protect him from the elements and things like that. Um, he uh kind of looks you up and down, especially it seems to take note of the trouser, and he says, "Uh, well, if you're looking for something on this level." Um, there are a couple of places that I can point you to. Well, certainly that would work just fine for me. Anywhere that's closer here towards the, the falls and the river, um, in any of the waterfalls, really, in the different streams, you're going to find more entertainment-style places and not lodging. It's more towards the uh, outer edges of the cliff face and the outer edges of the city that you're going to find more uh, lodging. Uh, I can point you out towards where the street is but i've never stayed at anything other than the copper gate so i can't tell you exactly which uh bar which taverns would be better than others for staying at which hotels in uh, the copper gate where might that be oh the copper gate is probably the most reputable uh hotel in the area it's seated on the third tier up uh up all the way at the top of the gondola rides 
I might have to give that a shot. You're a, you're a local here then. I'm not a local, but I do a lot of traveling for work. Fair enough. Well, thank you, darling. Um, it's been a pleasure, and I will find my way over to the Copper Gate. And always happy to help a lady. And he uh, bows his head down. All right, and I will uh, <laughs> go somewhere in the rough direction where he points me. Okay, um, towards like where the gondolas would be, or towards where the yeah, probably towards where the gondolas would be, and try to like cast a glance over my shoulder to see where they might be headed. Uh, and they seem to be heading in uh, the same general direction towards where the gondolas are. Oh, so it's like one of those awkward moments where it's like, <laughs> all right, I'll see you around. And then you start walking in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> you you can tell that like there's some furtive whispers, but they do kind of seem to glance at you and not want to say anything while they know that you're right there. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep a respectful distance um, as we apparently head in the same direction. Uh, let's go back to Clytus and Finn for a second. Um, so, Clytus, you've gotten your drinks now. Um, are you doing it? You feel a huge sense... Actually, yeah, give me another spirit roll. Both of you. All right. (laughs) Just a nudge. Uh, that's nothing. Okay, um, so, Clytus, uh, you feel this sense of determination and pride, and you, you feel like everyone in the bar... It was just so enamored with your performance and that they need something to follow it up. Um, Finn, as you start to think of having a challenge match against him, you start to think of the Coloss back in Morlane's Crook that um, just kind of so thoroughly outmatched you when holding the gate shut or when you went and tried to approach the, um, I can't remember his name offhand, but the guy who was in charge of the area. Um, yeah. And, like, you you have this sense of, like, urgency and an idea that you need to prove yourself and that you've moved past that. Well, yeah. Clytus, you know, Clytus, just because we're friends, don't think I'll be doing you any favors in this. <laughs> well, I'm getting old, so if you do manage the best, man, don't brag too much. <laughs> And Clytus goes, and he puts he puts down one for the bet. Uh, Finnegan will also place. Okay, one. are you betting through the uh, official tavern, or are you uh, just doing a private bet with each other? Uh, official tavern. Which one do you prefer, John? Uh, uh, Clytus is doing it through the official tavern. Gotcha. He's got okay, official tavern. habits. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. You guys both uh, step up and take your positions. Um. Seeing as how you both won your previous matches, they uh, raised the sluice gate a little bit further. And so both of you are going to take the negative one die penalty on um, being on this uh, rotating log because of the speed at which it's rotating. hey Right on. Which is, of course, more of a disadvantage for Clytus than Finn, because Clytus can't well, I still use get the charges. bonus from Doctor. Yeah, so you'll be neutral at the moment, but you could use uh, 10 charges to also neutralize the uh, effects of the increased spinning. Gotcha. No, Finn, this reminds me of when my brother and I came up here to duel over a lady. Bastard won that round. Oh, and is he still, oh. is he still with the lady? 
story for another time. Ah, uh, that's fair. Fours. Uh, fours and two nudges. Oof. So close, yet so far away. Uh, do you want to describe this uh, for opening uh, salvo, Zach? Uh, sure. Uh, so at this point, uh, at this point, uh, Clytus and I have had the time to get to know each other's fighting styles a little bit, but I'd like to think I've got a few more tricks up my sleeve than just sneaking up on people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say that's exactly what Clytus tried to do. A little bit of drinking him. <laughs> he's not thinking too clearly, and, and he tries to do, like, the stereotypical tiptoe sneak, but uh, perhaps misses a, a bit of a step and gives gives Finn the perfect opening. So, so I'd like to say Finnegan kind of knowing that knowing that he'd be at a disadvantage if he went into like a hand for hand lock, especially without using a charge. Um, he'll try to uh, limit Clytus's movement to try and get an upper hand. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and go into the next roll. Finn, what did you end up doing? Did you just back off? Oh no, I I, I get in close to try and limit your range of movement. Oh, okay, I missed I missed part of what you said. Oh dang, I got nothing this time. Um, two's in a nudge. Um, John, do you want to describe this one? Uh, <laughs> we, we'll say that as he missteps and and Finn. Comes up on him. Clytus ends up like, "Am I finished at this point? Or do we have another round?" Uh, you'll have another round. That wasn't quite enough of a disparate outcome. Okay, so uh, Clytus ends up stumbling back a bit. Oh, oh, maybe I shouldn't have had that drink. <laughs> All right, next roll. Oh uh, wait, did Finn want to do anything in return, or just me stumbling? Uh, no, I'm kind of good. I'm kind of good with how that how that went. <laughs> That's so good, I didn't have to do nothing. Yeah, Finn just kind of to try to like, keep advantage of you being off-kilter and keeping close inside of your reach. Yeah, I only got a nudge. Um, One's and a nudge. That's three victories. Um, Do you mind if I take over, Zach? Absolutely. Uh, so keeping in with Go this ahead. theme of it, um, knowing exactly how this kind of motion plays... Um, you know that it's all about footwork and keeping your center of gravity and that as soon as Clytus missed that first uh, step and got off balance, it was yours. So you stepped inside of his guard, limiting his reach, and kept uh, walking back with him as he stumbled backwards trying to be able to get a good hit on you. And then you see an opening right at the last second as he takes a larger step backward um, and you kind of pivot, turn to the side, and put your foot in between his feet. And so as he tries to take that step backwards, he just trips over your foot as you come forward, give him a shoulder check, and knock him into the water. Wumpf. The undisputed champion of New Saren! And ah! as you say this, the crowd goes absolutely wild. Um, Clytus, uh, give me uh, one more I'm going to revel in this a bit. I don't get a lot of time in the limelight, being as unassuming as I am. Yeah, you, you step out and like uh, a couple of the burly guys who went in earlier um, pick you up on their shoulders and start bouncing you up and down. Um, did you hear me about the spirit roll, John? Yep, I got fours. Um, you kind of feel a muted um, external pressure 
uh, that was kind of rioting your uh, sense of determination to uh, not give up. Um, but with the uh, drenching of the cold water, you have a more real understanding that it's an external um, force that's trying to make you feel better about your loss and less of a uh, internal pushing. Like it's more apparent than you than you're not. The, the illusion's kind of gone. Mm. So Clytus Clytus pulls himself up and uh, he's like recognizing that the place is trying to make him feel better. Says, "Man, I love this bar," and and just goes and buys another drink. Uh, both of you give me a wits roll. Difficulty one. Uh, nothing for me. Fives and a nudge. Uh, you notice immediately, as soon as you are heading towards the bar, that Bella is no longer in the establishment. <laughs> She's dead in the ditch now. It's fine. Finn? Oh, we're down one. What do you mean? I'm up like five. <laughs> no! Finn, Finn gets a high five later, from boy. the guy next to him. Bella's gone. Oh! Oh! Clytus, uh, Clytus immediately asks around if if anyone's seen where she went. Give me a spirit roll, and it's got to be uh, her roll, which I think was twos and two nudges when you went to go outside. Nothing. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, so you're not able to find anybody who noticed her. She was too good at what she did. Just real quick for my own self assurance, because I I somehow put three spent for my resources. Uh, what are my resources at? Uh, I think you're at negative two now. Negative two now? Okay. And Clytus is back to zero. <laughs> uh, Clytus goes and knocks on the ladies' room. Um, you knock, and there's a uh, couple of, uh, like, 30 or 40 seconds go by before you uh, come to suspect that it might be empty. Uh, Finnegan will go to the bartender and see if he's seen anyone matching Bella's description. Uh, go ahead and give me a spirit roll as well. Um, two's in a nudge. Uh, you had two nudges, didn't you, Bella? Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's not good enough. <laughs> She's too good at what she does. Uh, the bartender has seen no one by that description. Clytus is going to go outside and see if he can find any tracks. Still shirtless, by the way. <laughs> For what it's worth, I think that, so she definitely left Princess there. She didn't take the horse with her. Um, so she probably just, like, tacked a little note to the saddle that says something stupid like, gone leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Clytus does not notice that yet. In his inebriation, his first instinct is to look for tracks. Um, (laughs) give me a, uh, wits roll, and it's gotta be, uh, fives and three nudges. (laughs) Oh, man, I got three fives, but no nudges. (laughs) (laughs) Not good enough. Finding tracks on a street that you would suspect are Bella's. Very hard task to do. Oh, hell. And Clytus just kind of, like, scratches his head as he looks around. And then he notices the note attached to the saddle. (laughs) Finnegan's going to poke his head out out of the bar. Is our horse still out here? Oh. Yeah, I, I was just checking. She's just gone leaving, Finn. Let's get another drink. <laughs> uh, knowing, no, knowing Bella, she probably decided to go to the classiest place in New Saren. <laughs>
I mean, knowing Bella, if there was anything serious danger going on, she probably would have given us an earful. If all she left with this note saying, hey, bye, she would <laughs> Hey, bye. <laughs> By the way, Gone Leaving is absolutely the episode title. <laughs> I'm so glad. Uh, let's jump back over to Bella. Um... I'm leaving in water. I'm going to say that if you want to make it happen, you can get on the uh, gondola with these two gentlemen as they head up towards the top tier. Yeah, I'm committed now. I already said that I was going to the Copper Gate, so that's what she's doing. Okay. Um, Yeah, let's role play this out a little bit. You haven't gotten to do much at all this episode. Um, (laughs) So um, somehow through just the both the grace of harmony and your own skillful manipulation, you've been able to engineer a situation where it's just these two gentlemen and yourself on this gondola heading back up. Um, and the, um, the man who you had talked to, who's in kind of the roughs looking jacket is looking a little aggravated. Whereas the other guy just is um, pointedly staring away from him, obviously doesn't want to talk. And, um, Seems like that's not only because you're in the there, but just because he's finished talking about the subject. Hmm. 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 So I think that what I might do is pretend to drift off to sleep while I'm sitting on the gondola, just assuming that it's going to be a couple minutes ride upwards um, to just see if they if they want to have a little chat while I am seemingly not listening okay uh we will make that a uh physique roll to imitate sleeping oh lord uh that was twos okay yeah twos is uh passable um and so it we'll say that it's a pretty decent ride up um I was reading the chapter today but I don't remember if it said anything specific other than it would just take a long time for them to get there I think maybe it said hours. Oh my god, she's going to be on this gondola for hours, and Clytus and Finn are just like, alright, she's gone, I guess. (laughs) She's gone leaving. We're never going to see her again. (laughs) Let me check this. I've got the book right here. A few hours to ride the gondolas up. Oh my god. Um, So yeah, after, uh, we'll say the first hour or so of um, you heading up, uh, or in this gondola, um, the man in the roughs jacket starts to talk again and says, I know that there's been some trouble with this in the past, but, you know, you've never been attached to it. I just need, you know, a little bit of manpower, and that's the only thing that I need the loan for. You know, if if I had any other way, I wouldn't be approaching you, but I think that we can actually find them this time. And the other man um, kind of scoffs and says... Well, if I give you this loan, you might as well save it for bail money because you're going to get arrested for grave robbing again or other some such. This is a fool's errand and I'm not putting any more money into it. And um, that's really kind of the extent of the conversation that they have with each other on this topic. Um, they uh, Anytime that the other guy tries to bring it up, it just gets shot down. And so they make some small talk about other things, um, the the man in the jacket inquiring about the other man's family and things like that and his work, but that's the only time they bring up that uh, conversation again. Hmm. 
Hmm. Okay. Um, I think that I will wait until the gondola lands wherever it's landing. And uh, then as we are seemingly, oh my God, wait, first of all, I'm going to ask when we arrive, are they still headed the same direction as me? Uh, the other man who was not in, like who shut uh, shut down the guy in the coat, um, he is heading in a different direction. But the, I'm just going to say his name, Calden, uh, appears to be heading towards the Copper Gate as well. Okay, and Calden, um, was he the one who, uh, who, okay, let me just get my brain straight and wrapped around this here. So uh, He was um, the one, one was soliciting Calden? the loan from the other guy. Okay, so he was soliciting the loan, and was he also the one who pointed me towards the Copper Gate in the first yep. place? Okay. Hmm, this isn't working out just swimmingly for me. Um, I am going to, uh, first of all, I'm just going to kind of see which direction he's headed in and uh, fall into step beside him and say, uh, I'm sorry, is this the way to the Copper Gate? Oh, yes. If uh, I'm actually headed there myself, I can show you the way. It's uh, not far oh, from now would... here. Um, you see that statue of the Lord Mistborn over there. That's... uh. We were there. Once we get there, we're basically at the hotel. Oh, perfect! I'm really glad that I ran into you. Um, say, uh, this is a bit of a strange question, but uh, you don't you wouldn't happen to know of anybody looking to hire somebody for any sort of um. Oh well, I'm traveling with some folks right now, and we're running a little bit short on cash. Uh, so we're looking for any kind of work that we can do before we head out into the roughs. Um, if you had any leads of any sort of, uh, help that anybody needs doing, I am eager to find out if there's anything that I can help with. Um, he looks a little crestfallen at you mentioning this, um, and he kind of looks like, uh, uh, down to the side with an angry cast, and he says... Well, I'd, I'd have something for you myself if the tonight had gone better, but um, as much as I'd like to be able to offer you some work, I don't have the means of paying you at the moment. Hmm. Well, what kind of work is it that you're looking for? Uh, he will... Uh, go ahead and give me a charm roll, plus one for your beguiling smile. Okay, where are all my dice? Um, that is fives. Okay, yeah. He uh, looks around, uh, making sure that there's nobody really within earshot, and um, leans a little closer to you, and kind of whispers, well, it's the illegal kind of work, but it's not, it, nobody's going to get hurt, if, uh, if, let me make that clear. Well, darling, I wouldn't be heading out to the roughs if I was in the legal line of business, if you catch my meaning. Uh, one more charm roll. Okay. Just a regular one yep. this time? Um, that one is cocked. That is threes and a nudge. Yeah, threes and a nudge definitely does it. Um, he gets a big smile on his face. And he says, well, um, if we can come to some sort of arrangement, given 
given the understanding that I don't have liquid capital at the moment, I would be more than happy to uh, give you and your uh, friends uh, some work here in town. Well, depending on what kind of work it is, I imagine that I could get some of the cut at the end. I, uh, I think that we might just be able to strike a deal. And he uh, puts his hand out towards you. I shake his hand. All right. Um, I really want to end it there, but I also want to uh, resolve how this party split <laughs> is going to work. <laughs> That's a really good question. No cliffhanger. Um, let's say uh, at two hours have passed um, since you noticed that Bella was gone. Is Are you two still yet? hanging out down there? How how close is it to the time where we'd be like, all right, we we done drank, it's time to get some sleep? Uh, I would say uh, it'd probably be like um, late evening, like eight to nine o'clock. You know, should we should probably start looking for Bella? She's she hasn't come back yet. Ah, uh, it'll be fine, Finn. Come on, let's play some darts. Well, I mean, she is in a city she's never been in all by herself, and. Wait. I mean, you do make a compelling argument, but I really think we should go look for her. Finn's a sad drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Uh, I want to make this a contest, because Clytus is all on the nostalgia ride. And okay, fine. I, I, win in, I win in darts, we go find Bella. Uh, uh, first off, Finn, give me a uh, spirit roll. Okay. Uh, ones. Uh, I'm gonna make it, uh, if you really want to push the point and engage in this with, uh, Clytus, you're already going to take one point of willpower damage for not succumbing to the rioting and playing some darts. Okay, I will take the willpower damage. Well, actually, I was like, okay, but if I, uh, I was gonna say, okay, but if I win, we go find Bella. Okay? That's fair. Uh, I think this would just be straight physique. Um, let's do first two, two victories this time as well. Okay. Uh, I got fours this time. Fives in the nudge. All right, next roll. What, what is the name again for someone, uh, who used this affair to me? Uh, Brute, I think. Brute, yep. Uh, threes and a nudge, the second roll. Oh, man, just a nudge. All right, uh, victory goes to Finn. Okay, now we're leaving. Fine party. Now you two are gone leaving. And, uh, Clytus goes and just puts his clothes on without thinking. Uh, oh, I guess probably he'd be dry at this point. Yeah, probably. So, yep, uh, puts on his clothes and, um... Lead the way, Finn. So I guess we're going to be wandering around New Saren with three horses in tow. Or two horses and a pony. Um, Bella, I will give you the opportunity to spend two resources to uh, send a courier. Uh, um, coin shot courier to find them and let them know where you went. I will absolutely do that. I was going to ask if I could send some some kind of courier anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll make it two resources, but definitely. Okay. 
Um, and then with that, we will go ahead and end it for this week. Um, we will pick it up next time after um, Finn and Clytus get on the gondola and make it to the top. We'll just skip all that boring stuff. A four-hour gondola ride? Boring? Shaw. <laughs> I want to say that when the, the messenger comes, Clytus in his intoxication is just calling out, Bella, you over here? Out in the streets. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you everyone very much for listening. Uh, as always, we hope that you enjoyed it, and we hope that we uh, catch you again in two weeks. Bye. 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 Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. We're like we're like Commonwealth outlaws, though. What does that mean? I, I don't really know what I mean by that, but it sounded right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it yeah. sounds fancy, but I have no idea what it means. If you, are you going to go form a Commonwealth out in the roughs? Kick off the uh, oppressive hand of a Lendell taxation? <laughs> Trevor, don't ruin it before I get to spring that on the listeners. <laughs> God, you've ruined it all now. Uh, I have to figure out something new. Now she's got to rewrite the entire campaign. <laughs> I didn't know she was writing the campaign. Oh, somebody has to. <laughs>